0: Okay. Welcome to another edition of Ignite Your Life with Rick and Sashi. We are we are going live here today. And today's topic is going to be um, on knowing your partner's story. So this is really important in relationship. Um, to... My
1: story is that I just came rushing back to get here at 12 o'clock from my Workout out in my run, that's my story right now. <laughs> <laughs> just in case you didn't know my
0: story. <laughs> right, so I, I know Sashi's story. Um, we know each other's story pretty well, but we want to talk about that today uh, and how important it is in a relationship. So, um, uh, you know, uh, I'm just gonna make sure. Can you, can you see that uh, we can see this? Yep.
1: Okay. okay. Great. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. Uh, just want to see, make sure that, um, we get the con- any comments that come in, we want to, uh, capture those. Um, I'll start off by saying, knowing your, um, partner story is, uh, so crucial in a relationship. It, it's, uh, it, it makes totally makes the difference between, um, understanding what your partner is going through in that moment versus not having a clue and trying to guess and not understanding what's happening for them in, in those moments where there is um, misunderstanding or desperation or um, it just even anger. Uh, if we don't understand what's happening for our partner in those moments um, we're, sort of up the creek without a paddle because we don't know what you know we don't know how to uh, console our partner we don't know how to uh, help them work through whatever is happening for them and that all that comes with deeply knowing and engaging in uh, what, what your partner has gone through in their life and when I say knowing your partner's story I don't mean the surface level knowing. Like it's great to know the history of your partner. Hey, Frank. <laughs> it's, it's great to know the history of your partner, and you know, um, you know how, how their upbringing, what their fa- what they, what their family life was like, uh, you know, their relationship with their siblings, and and um, you know, family dynamics, uh, all very important. Um, but I'm, I'm talking about an even deeper level of knowing, um, knowing the, 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 you know, the childhood traumas that your partner went through and, and, and actually exactly what they were feeling in those moments. And, and because those childhood traumas that we go through uh, play out throughout our lives. And so it especially shows up in relationships.
1: Mm-hmm. Would yeah. you agree? Yep, I'd agree. And I think I would just also add that so often people start to take um, things that their partner is doing and they start to take them personally without truly understanding, like, you know, if I think back and I've used this example before, like coming in the back door after work, you know, after a full day and the kids are, you know, everywhere and the dishes are in the sink and dinner needs to be made. And I look over and you're on the couch. And to me, I take that, I was taking that without understanding, you know, why you could be on the couch. I took that as, oh my God, how could he be on the couch? There's all these dishes in the sink and this needs to be done and that needs to be done. But you know, you were on the couch because you know, and a lot of times you were in some kind of physical pain, but yeah. you just never told me.
0: <laughs> yeah, So I, yeah, I had my reasons for being <laughs> on the couch. Yeah. And when Sashi came in and saw me, it triggered something in her that was part of her childhood growing up.
1: Yes. Being which, ignored. Which, which
0: would yeah. meant something completely different yeah. than it did in our relationship. So I'm sitting there going, what? What's the big deal? I have, you know, I have a sore back or whatever the yeah uh, and even if I you know wasn't sore mm-hmm. um I have the I have the right to sit on the couch and watch TV mm-hmm. if I choose to yeah.
1: Um, So then it would just, um, and so for me, what was going on, which was so deep rooted was because my father uh, was diagnosed with a mental illness when I was very, very young, like at three or four. So he um, would often go like be in bed or be checked out or not notice what I was doing. So to me, I would just subconsciously go into this feeling of being ignored and there's chaos like I would feel like there's chaos, like just seeing everything in a mess. And then on top of it, I'm being ignored. And it would take me back to those feelings. And I would, you know, explode rather than be aware of what was going on for me, you know, because those feelings were so deep-rooted, like they were from such a young age that, um, And I hadn't dealt with the feelings or fully processed them. So they were coming out in our relationship. And then for Rick, he would see this like explosion and be like, well, what's the big deal? Oh my God, like,
0: you know? And and then she would trigger in me, um, you know when she said I would ignore her because she would trigger in me like, oh my God, there's gonna be um, this burst of energy. And when I was uh, a child, and uh, my and my childhood, um, my dad had lost lots of bursts of energy, and the best way to um, navigate that was to just shut down. Don't say anything. Don't don't disrupt. Don't don't um, fuel and the fire. So so she comes in. She's you know this burst of energy comes up. I shut down. Now she thinks I'm ignoring her, um, and and we're both. Totally triggering our childhood traumas mm-hmm. and, and and you know what things mean. Um, uh, we're we're just coming from that perspective. So once I actually understood what was happening for Sashi, mm-hmm. um, that you know I was reminding her of her father and and her, this situation. Mm-hmm. Now now I could I like it was like my eyes opened up right and I could see oh okay. That's what's going on. And She's it's, not being a bag. <laughs> <laughs> and it's
1: such a sl- uh, split second that those reactions come because we can never control our mind with our mind. So you can't think your way out. Like if you get triggered, it's um, it takes something larger than your mind to get you back down. So that's why there's, you know, people do meditation. They do soul healing. They do uh, breath work. And it's to have that larger presence within us take control so that our mind can calm down so what you can do in that instance like if you're in that situation where you walk in and you know you're you know you're getting triggered you can feel that your 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 blood starting to boil like just take a couple of breaths and take a um take in more breath and and let and take deeper exhales. And, and there's, there's so much science to support this, that if you just take a few breaths, calm yourself down, and then look at the situation objectively, rather than coming from that Um, that reaction that subconscious that that stuff that's in our body because all that stuff that's coming up it's coming up because it was never dealt with like all those reactions that were coming up for me or for rick when he was on the couch was stuff from our past that was not dealt with and that's why we were reacting to it still
0: yeah absolutely hey monica katrine
1: deidra hey deidra and frank and elizabeth's here great to see you guys awesome to see you guys
0: Thanks for joining us. Um, so I wanted to, Sasha. Uh, what Sasha said is exactly right. It, sometimes our, our mind it instantly reacts to something, and if we can just take that moment, and breath is awesome. Uh, you know, I'm a huge fan of breath work, uh, and I have my practice. Uh, but just even in those moments, um, if you if you just take that moment and ask yourself. Um, I, or what I do is I ask myself, well, what's happening for her? And, um, I get a completely different, uh, perspective on, on the situation. And this is, uh, I, I've, i work with a lot of men as well. And this is one question that I always, um, I, or a practice that I always pose to them is, um, you know, the, we talk about life and relationships and, and then I, and then I ask, well, what was happening for her and most men uh, don't have a clue Uh, and most women don't have a clue either um, because we're not you know we don't know each other's story we don't know our partner's story and that's why uh, we're here today you know to to really let people know how important this really is Mm -hmm. and you know we do have these childhood traumas they they play out in our lives Um, These feelings are actually coming up like so in our partnership, we actually, you know, are meant to be together to trigger these feelings in each other.
1: Thanks, Frank. Frank's just uh, saying he hopes a lot of people see this and Frank, feel free if you um, if they're in this group to tag them or invite them into the group. If you feel that someone, you know, and this goes for everybody, if you feel that someone, you know, could benefit from this content, then Please, we'll be doing this every Sunday. This is week three. We've done week one, week two. This is week three. And we plan to do this for the next uh, 10 or so ten weeks, sessions. 10 yeah. sessions. And uh, yeah, so if you feel that there's people out there that would benefit from this, then please, by all means, invite them to the group. We're going to be talking about lots of different topics in here, but primarily revolved around relationship we do business together too now which we could have never done um like even three years ago like we were just in a very very different place so um yeah so so, yeah sorry sorry, I interrupted you that's
0: that's okay (laughs) um coming back like uh, what, what I was talking about is Sashi and I are we're meant to be together and and if you find that your partner is triggering you You are meant to be together because those that partner is that angel that's come down um, to trigger you in that way so that you can heal that childhood trauma or those emotions that are coming up for you. Uh, Your partner is there to actually help you deal with those. And if if we don't feel, um, process those traumas, then... Our relationships are going to be that reactionary Mm -hmm. um, garbage.
1: And then they just get to a certain level and then people stay in that level of communication and they, they don't actually grow beyond that. And we know so many couples in our age group that are not even together anymore. They got married at the same time as we did they got you know had a few kids together and then they're not together anymore and it's always the other person's fault right they've never have come together to really heal and we know so many people and i'm sure you know so many people like around the world the divorce rates 50 60 70% in some countries so it's this is something that um, it's it's a it's so Um, it doesn't take long it just takes and it only takes one person to really make a change and really make a shift in order to shift the whole relationship around
0: absolutely if we do the work ourselves if we work on ourselves and do that work um, we shift that creates a shift in our partner as well imagine you know um (laughs) sashi walked in through the door and i and i knew and i you know, wasn't on the couch. And I was there, um, you know, with a big smile on my face as she walked in and the kitchen was clean. And hi, dear, how are you? Do you think she'd be? Uh, <laughs> grumpy or you know it's
1: so funny i saw a a little tiktok video and a a guy was uh, he said this is how i flirt with my wife and he was vacuuming and doing the dishes (laughs) and cleaning it was quite funny yeah
0: but but yeah and some of that is technique and 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 that's fine you know but um, i understand like now i understand um well actually now she doesn't even get triggered so she's done her work I've done my work, we're able to do the things we want to do without triggering each other. But if, if she hadn't done her work and, mm-hmm. I under, and I and I knew what was happening for me and what could be happening for her, um, I, I would I, I would be, I would shift. I would shift my behavior, I would change. Um, so because I care for her so much that I would want to um, be in a way where uh, she doesn't um, get upset. Right. And so when I, and, and that shift causes the shift in the other person. But it's definitely important to do your own work, to do your, you know, go look at your childhood traumas. Um, the other thing I want to talk about is lineage energy. Um, just, uh, you know, I, I did a study of my family history and, and my lineage energy. And um, there is so much that gets passed down to us, and I don't want not going to go deep today, but there is so much that gets passed down to us, um, you know, through uh, through genes, uh, through the energy of a family system. Um, and however you want to think of it um, but there's an imprint, an energetic imprint that gets um, passed down and and we you know behave in certain ways um, where sometimes our behavior, even though we want to be completely different than what our parents were or what our grandparents were, we end up doing some of the same behaviors um, and that's this imprint, this energetic imprint, this energy that is passed down so, when we do address our traumas, we may not be addressing just our traumas. We may be addressing the energy of that trauma going back generations. And so that's where real healing takes place. So um, a lot of times, you know, we're dealing with energies that aren't even ours. So so we also want to keep that in mind and be cognizant of that. Like Mm -hmm. uh, what Sashi is going through Uh, may not necessarily reflect um, her experiences and maybe um, may have come from generations before her. So, you know, awareness is the key. So, and maybe you haven't heard of lineage energy before or how it works. Um, It is a real thing, uh, uh, but I I won't, I'm not going (laughs) to go deep into that right now, but there's another thing to be aware of. Yeah.
1: So yeah, and Frank's just saying now that we've done our own work, we allow each other to be our own selves. And that's uh, so true. Because, you know, it's when we have two whole people in a relationship, that they can enhance the other person and help Um, bring out the best in the other person but if the if one person's not complete and they haven't done their healing then they're looking for that completion from the other partner so it really you know to make a relationship work it really does take two whole people and then you can you can um, create magic once you have that like you know our children have uh thrive and thriving ever since we've healed our relationship they, they were always great kids but just the way that our communication has changed in our home and their communication with each other and our um, dynamics within the house like they gravitate to us and we all kind of hang out together you know and it's just uh we like they like being around us now and it's not like you know, they can, they could have in the past felt that stale energy or that like tension. And, you know, it wasn't uh, as nice as it could have been. And we had a, a vision of what this, um, this great family dynamic would look like, you know, two or three years ago and we put it onto a vision statement and it took a lot of work. We did, you know, a lot of different things um, to get to where we are today, to this place. And, um, and, you know, we couldn't have done it with all the help that we had, we had such amazing coaches and mentors that really helped us go deep within us and helped us to heal. And I don't think we could have gotten out of it and been pushed out of it on our own no it was just we tried all these different counselors like going to all these different people and yeah different programs and talking is not the solution right it it involves going deep and you know we've been able to help other people now help other couples and um with their issues because it's not about who's right or wrong it goes so much deeper than that so it's
0: always about self um and yeah, great. Sashi mentioned something that I want to pick up on, uh, and we'll expand on uh, on another uh, segment or another session is uh, feeling whole and complete, and how what the dynamic and what the what chemistry is, mm-hmm. and um, uh, how how people attract get attracted to each other, and how, and the wounds that um, serve each other, and why those you know what attracts us to one person later on starts to trigger us. And we'll talk more about that um, on, an, on another episode uh, upcoming. Last thing I want to close with is um, creating safety. So in relationship, um, it's uh, for us, it's absolutely important that we create safety in our relationship. And but what I mean by that is uh, so the other person feels safe enough to fully express what's happening for him or her. And this is where we're allowed to get vulnerable without any judgment. And when you can get to that place in a relationship where you can create the safety and be able to fully express what you are feeling as vulnerably as you can, that's, that's where the magic really shows up. And, and, you know, I always say, create magic in your relationships and and creating safety in your relationships is a huge part of creating that magic in your relationships. Mm -hmm. So I I just wanted to close with that. So, um, that's why it's also so important to know your partner's story, because if you know your partner's story, you, you can create that safety for them. You know, what, what's coming up for them. Mm -hmm. Um, what they're feeling in that moment, uh, when they're triggered, what 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 childhood traumas are coming up, what emotions are coming up, and and now you can um, create that safety. And um, and when that happens, it's interesting. Not naturally, the masculine energy and the feminine energy shows up. There's a polarity that happens, and the the you know the the union is just solidified galvanized um in 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 that uh, uh, safety net (laughs) anything you want to close with
1: i no i think i think just um i would encourage you all whoever is watching today
0: to or listening on our podcast
1: listening yes (laughs) um that if you don't know your partner's story or why they're getting triggered about something I'd encourage you to reach out and have a conversation it's not always the easiest I remember like back to when first having um, conversations like this it feels very uncomfortable and um, in that discomfort is where the growth is happening so even if you're feeling icky and nervous and Weird about going there in Mm -hmm. your stomach. I promise you that on the other side, there'll be something that you will really learn about your partner, and you'll learn about yourself, and you'll have some growth that happens. So that's it.
0: Absolutely. (laughs) We'll see you next week. (laughs) Get icky. (laughs) Get icky. I I have a saying: Uh, "Feeling icky? Get ricky (laughs) Yeah. Okay. A
1: tool that you. I
0: do have a tool. Yeah. Um, uh, We can chat about that later. All right, everybody, have a wonderful, wonderful day. Uh, Frank, thanks. You're going to share this out. Thank you, Katrina. Thank you very much. Okay, talk to you guys later.
1: Okay, bye-bye. Bye. Bye.